Yo, what's going on? We're back. We are here. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, guys. What's up? What's good? You're listening hey. to Make It Make Sense with myself, Phil. And me, Stacy. And your man, your friend, your lover, Mr. Data GDR. It is a pleasure to be in your ear. <laughs> Damn, <laughs> man said lover. <laughs> Fantastic. Jesus I, teaches I, us to love now. Jesus teaches amazing. us to love. <laughs> <laughs> I hear that. All right, so hey, we gotta be doing this more consistently, guys. What are we doing? Like, what are we actually doing? I don't know. I don't know. The Angelo approach to creativity, personally. What was that? Angelo drops an album when he's ready. Ooh. Oh, but this ain't Ooh. an album. This is like a verse, though. No, but I I apply that <laughs> to all of my creativity. Right, right. Uh, drops. But if uh, not, then don't worry about it. Just pray for me because I'm probably going through something. Well, brother, I, I, brother <laughs> I pray that the bag chases you when you're ready to drop as well. Because, yeah, I pray. I pray. Okay. <laughs> All right. We're about, we're about um, at that point of the show where uh, we play a little game. If you don't know the game, it's uh, you get someone to sing the melody of an existing song. I guess theme tune as well, since David spoiled it the first time we did this. Um, but <laughs> hey, 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 I made it fun. My bad, right? my bad, my bad, my bad. You made it fun. All right, so yeah, an existing song or a theme tune. And the only rule is that you, you have to use the words make it and make sense. Make it and make sense. Stacy, you have a song for us. Let's do this. What are you saying? Of course I do. Of course I do. Okay, guys, already. Okay, make it. Oh, it's so easy that it's even burning me that I even chose this song now. But if you guys Ugh. don't get it right, it's you. You're the issue. But anyway, make it, make it make sense. Make it, make it make sense. Make it, make it make sense. Make it, make it, make it, make it, make it, make. Do you guys know? Yeah. David, you didn't know. Okay, Phil, what do you think it is? Oh, I know what it is. I want to see if David can figure it out. David, guess. <laughs> Pardon? What? <laughs> oh, no. Uh, Destiny's Child? Yeah. Yes. Did you say yes? Yeah. My goodness. <laughs> <laughs> All I thought in my head was, what does Stacey play in her car? Hamilton? Wow. Pretty much. <laughs> Pretty much. That's you know, pretty much. Okay. So if it's but it's not, but it's interesting because this song isn't about heartbreak. Oh, you. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Because I know you have that one to repeat as well in your car. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stacy was, was getting gas earlier in her car. Was that is that what you were listening to? I can't stand you guys. No, okay. My choice of music varies, okay? I listen to country sometimes. I listen to a little bit of rock and roll. You guys my don't know me. Gosh, my gosh, when? How? Yeah. How? <laughs> it's impossible. That's how Sounds you like know you don't know me like that. Sounds like a paradox. Is it? Screw yeah. Give me some, rock, give me some country artists you like. Album. Um, country. I like Dolly Parton and I like Kenny Rogers. Oh, oh my gosh, I love that song so much. 
vibe, big, big vibe. Dolly Parton, big vibe. Kenny Rogers, big vibe. I also like Harry Belafonte as well. He's, mm. but I know he's not really country, country, but you know, he dips his foot in and out. But I love that. I love him. Um, who else? Lil Nas X. <laughs> I'm going to say Miley Cyrus, but you know. Well, this I'm just goes to show there. you people that people are three dimensional people. <laughs> okay, once you have them figured out, boom, there's another side. <laughs> okay, <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, so, so guys, today, yeah, uh, today, mm-hmm. the topic that mm-hmm. we're talking about is, I, I guess, it's one that we've we've spoken about a few times, but I guess it's gonna remain relevant considering the circumstances the world is in right now, and that's just basically, Boy. it's been around a year since like the first lockdown since lockdown really started and like we've been in it for a year you know like i I read a tweet the other day someone was like if i say last year i'm referring to 2019 because 2020 what was that (laughs) okay so so as as it's been a year or it's almost like thereabouts a year how would you guys say you've like remained active and like if you've made any progress throughout this year like do you think career-wise when it comes to like acting filmmaking in any way shape or form would you say that you guys are in the same position that you were last year like exactly the same david would you want to go first yeah uh, yeah sure no thanks brother phil um you know what uh it's it's an interesting question when when the lockdown first first began there was like this excitable resurgence on on Twitter and Instagram from actors who were, you know, not just actors, but like the whole industry really, like casting directors jumping on saying, hey, we're going to be inside to send me videos of you acting or um, let me have a meeting with you via Zoom and all of that. And like people going crazy. And I just, I I took that time to really just dive in. You know, I never used to be the type to shoot my shot on social media or whatever, because I'm like a saying with a lot of pride or whatever. But I was like, you know what, Bunny, I'm stuck in my house. I need to meet these people so that I can progress in my career. Cool. So I was doing all of that for like a good couple months, really. Um, Good couple months. And I was even meeting casting directors online, um, getting to know how to, better tailor my CV for the industry and everything. And I, I definitely made progress in that regard in terms of ironing my showreel and making sure my profiles are all in check. But really and truly, it it just it just felt good. You know, or at the time it just felt like the good thing to do. It felt nice to mm. I mean I say that I say that now with a very, very cynical view because obviously a whole year has passed and Mm. one of these cast narrators I've met has 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 hollered me since, you know? Um none of mm. them's from what I can tell, no no one's put me forward for a job. And and I don't wanna sound like I'm trying to say this about sounding as hurt as I've been or whatever, but like mm-hmm. I started I started the lockdown very positive, right? And I started it not not very positive, but once I saw the cast directors were doing all this talking stuff and everything, I hopeful. started being optimistic for it. Yeah, hopeful. I was very optimistic. And then, like, as I was meeting them, they were just affirming all these things like, yeah, man, we'll bring you in for auditions. I can't believe I haven't met you yet. Your profile's amazing. You're this, you're that. Oh, you're in the prime of your life. Oh, let's go. Yeah. And I was like, I mean, yes, because they were really... <laughs> 
because prior to that, you know, I was struggling to meet any cast director at all. And I was really scratching my head, like, why am I not getting any auditions? Why am I not meeting anyone? What's going on? And they affirmed that, listen, we should have been meeting you. And like, I was like, cool, great. Let's get it popping. And I guess we're still in lockdown and things are still gradually getting back to normal. But truth be told, not much has been popping after the get it popping should have popped, you know? And that's on the acting side. Right inside, I've done a lot of, I've done a lot of personal research into into the craft, um, you know, in in terms of like rom coms, sitcoms, looking into those things and understanding the genres, understanding writing better as well. I, I, I've done a lot of research. Like I learned from Dan Harmon and um, like Save the Cat, obviously. Big up, big up. Burn and turn. Like I, I, I base, I've. The monolith. I, I've been looking at all the different storytelling techniques, and yeah, so that's helped. But then mm. it's also it's also kind of had a, an adverse effect on me in terms of like now when I create something, I know that I've at least followed some sort of steps to make sure that it makes sense. You know, because mm-hmm. there's a difference between writing something that you think will work and writing something that you have confidence to work because you've studied it, right? Mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. and for that to not work either, <laughs> it kind of breaks you a bit. And it's like, okay, so I understand why those ones were rejected because I, I didn't know what I was doing. I was just writing jokes on the page. But now I'm, you know, I'm following beats, I'm doing character development, I'm doing mm-hmm. all these things, I'm ticking boxes, and it's still the same result. Yeah. So there's progress in some aspects, but in the practical sense of me actually doing it beyond how I've been doing it, not really seeing that just yet either. And then there's mm. like, as so I've got as an actor, as a writer, as a producer in terms of like creating mm-hmm. own stuff. Obviously that's been difficult because of the lockdown anyway, not being able mm. to go out and just shoot stuff. But mm-hmm. um, I've been taking the time to look into um, getting funding, you know, researching the BFI and the Arts Council and whatever yeah. other funding out there. And like, yeah. I spent months, months last year. You know what I mean? I, I even had mentors and I was looking into the qualifications and everything. I feel like I'm just ranting and complaining right now. No, 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 like long and short of all, all my months of research, those applications got rejected too. You know what I mean? And yeah. Like being real with you guys, I couldn't even bring myself to face my mentor and say, "Listen, <laughs> thanks for the months of helping me, but it hasn't really panned out." You know? Um, yeah. But she, she still like sends me different things here and there from time to time. God bless her; she's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, man. It's just been it's been a lot of disappointment. Like. I was optimistic that I would take the time to learn these things and master these things to, by this point I've progressed, but it really does feel like I'm just in the same place with this new information that hasn't helped me just yet. But hey, hopefully it helps me soon, you know? I think yeah, I'm- so you, you definitely said a lot there that um, I feel like we will get into it as we, as we continue on. But yeah, Stacey... Um, so mm-hmm. yeah, it, just in case you don't remember what the question is, like, um, how, how, would, how much like progress do you think like you've made? Like if you have made mm-hmm. any, like, are you in the same position that you were last year when mm-hmm. lockdown began? Like, yeah. Tell us about that. 
Mm, okay. Firstly, David, thank you for sharing. I love you. You're amazing. Just thought I'd put that out there. And I see your progress. I see your progress. <laughs> um, but uh, for me, I think it's it's mad. Oh, this is this is a therapy session, guys. <laughs> this is amazing because mm. oh, when lockdown started, oh, I wasn't optimistic, but a part of me was like maybe I can catch up with myself in terms of the goals that I set for myself genuinely and generally in life like I was like okay maybe this standstill can help me catch up with myself however I was really worried about the things that were happening in terms of corona and stuff as well that really scared me and um, this time last year I recently lost my cousin so I was coming from Ghana as well um, and trying to figure out what grief was like yeah that was the closest person I've ever lost and he was like a brother to me so trying to deal with that grief and I was like she didn't know how to navigate that there were some other issues happening personally yeah some projects that I'm working on that just felt like weren't going anywhere it was very frustrating last year happened acting I started being really um really active in terms of the doing monologues at home rehearsing at home and then all of these like oh yeah um like david was saying the casting directors were like send me this send me that and i think i'm very cynical so when all of those things were happening i was like and then what i was like okay and then what cool i sent it and then what like do you know what this reminds me of is that tiktok you know those those new tiktoks that happen where it's like the music is just like calm and then it, the, the room turns red and you're like and then what and then what i'll send it to you and then what because You're what talking would about you the do? silhouette challenge. No. no. <laughs> I'm oh so God. confused. I ain't on no, TikTok, bro. I get it. I get it. Oh, my you days. Know? You said the room turned red. That's the silhouette challenge. <laughs> no, no, not all the time. Like, the music the music changes into, like, a da- daunting, like, oh, like it takes, you know what I mean? Like a question. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and then they answer it themselves. They're like, oh, yeah, yeah. okay, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah answers, like, when are you getting married? And, just, and then they're like, well, when, when are you, you getting out of your abusive relationship? And it just turns yeah. really Yeah, yeah. it turns really yeah. I mean, I've seen, I've seen nicer ones than that. I haven't seen them that, though. But yeah. <laughs> I'm literally like, oh. Yeah, yeah. This is dark I wasn't expecting that, David. I've like, oh. seen huh? women be like, um, I seen women go, um, men be like, oh man, you'd make a great wife. Well, marry me then. If if I'm oh, yeah, that, wife, marry me then. Well, yeah. Yeah, what's that about though? <laughs> no, for real. Um, yeah. So basically, when all of that was happening, I was very cynical, and I was like, "There's definitely things I can learn about being in the room with these people because they're very." they're very talented and they're good at what they do to get to the position that they're in. And I respect them awesomely. Like, I think they're amazing. So I listened in on a couple of talks here and there, but a lot of the time I was like, what am I going to learn from this person that this person won't tell me? Cause it started to sound very much like each other. All I started to hear was just, keep putting yourself out there that's all i was hearing majority of the time it's like there's a way to put yourself out there and but just keep doing it don't give up all of that and i'm like mm-hmm, that's cute but also like what does that mean for me right now because the rejections do hurt i can't lie to you like as much as i'm so used to reject being rejected in terms of um so many things and yeah just in life man life teaches you a lot about rejection but as much as i'm used to it it's like I still have to pick myself up after it's done and 
it, 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 oh, it hurts to bend my back to pick up the broken pieces every single time. But, you know, we keep going and I am stronger. I know that for, for a fact. I think I'm stronger because I think throughout last year, I also just kind of started. I got, was it last year? No, last year I was just like, I hate, I hate everyone. Not everyone, but I just hate life right now. And not in a suicidal way, but it's just like gloom and doom. I was very gloom and doom. The end of last year, I had my birthday. It was okay. And then this year came around. And for some reason, when this year was coming around, I was like, you had a whole year. And what did you do with it? Like you had a whole year to literally do anything. Like nothing should have been distracting you. Nothing should have been standing in your way. It was a year with yourself. And what did you and yourself accomplish in that year? And I had to really sit down and reflect on that. And then also put into perspective what I wanted to do with my future as well. And I was like, Stacey, what do you actually want at the end of the day? And how can you make it happen? And I realized there were there were so many things that I was just running away from. I was scared of. But most importantly, I think I was just scared of letting people see me. Like I, I was okay being like in the background and being like, you know, if God gives it to me, I'm happy kind of that was my mentality I'm like you know what if it's for me God will give it to me like whatever's for me God will give it to me there's only so much I should push push myself out there but God's got me and then I was like shut up God don't got people that are just laying in bed that are sitting down that are mm. crying like mm -mm. I was like Stacy, like what you have resources around you like what can you do within yourself first of all to make mm -hmm. sure you have like the capacity to withstand all of the things that you want to do in the future like what can mm. you do to continue to build yourself on the inside to be the type of person who can deal with everything that you want to be able to attain in future and so I was like okay I started off with this mentality that everything I do now is for future Stacey it's for Stacey in five years if I That's do sit-ups today it's not for me now it's for Stacey in a week's time when you know the abs start coming because they do come in a week baby they come in a week that's but it. like, if I decide to read a book about emotional intelligence, it's not about me, what I'm learning right now. It's about how that's going to further me in my future and further those around me as well. How can I help those around me? And that's so good. I started off with, um, it's, it's, it sounds so superficial, but I literally started off with Instagram. Like I have had Instagram for um, how long? Since 2017. Um, I had one picture up there. And Dude. even that, I was like, oh God, I don't even want a picture. I want to take it off. Like people are looking at me, people are judging me. Why do people see me? Like, ew, I don't want people to see me. And I was like, Stacey, be seen. What are you talking about? You actually want to be seen. That is your yeah. purpose in this life. Like you do want to be seen. Yeah. Everything you want to do in your life is so you are seen. So don't do that to yourself. So I was like, okay, I want to be seen. Now I need to push myself so that I'm comfortable being seen. And also I need to push myself. So when I am seen and whatever reaction I get, I know how to handle it. I know how to deal with it. So I decided to you know, post a bit more. I decided to be more creative because also creativity is in my heart and soul. I was like, be more creative, Stacey. Like, try to do content in a different way that is more accustomed to who you are and explore that creativity within yourself. And then there were some different opportunities that came along that normally I would shy away from. Um, this, like, course that came along and I was like, oh, Stacey, you're probably not going to get it. Why are you... Why are you doing this course? Applied for the course, got one, got a course, got another course. But one thing I will say is I did start like job applications because money I feel make. 
So I do some job applications. Oh my God, I'm speaking so much. Oh God. Uh, like I said, therapy session, y'all. So I start with some job applications and these jobs ask you for essays. Like there was one job that I promise you I wrote like 2000 words for and they rejected me. And I said, <laughs> I would never wish for God to punish anyone. And I just left it at that. Because mm. 2000 words. And then I edited it. I sat down, re- I said, but there's a reason. There's actually a reason for everything. There's a reason yeah. why I didn't get it. There's a reason why I am where I am today. And as much as I was frustrated at the time, also I'm thankful because I can look back on those times. And I know I'm not the only one that's been struggling and stuff like that. Like I know that everything that I have failed, not even failed, everything that I that hasn't come to fruition in my life has been something that I can talk about with other people. As much as it's great to share the wins with other people, one thing that we can all relate to in this life is loss, like in every single sort of way, like loss, failure, we can all relate to that because yeah, it's less specific as the wins because the wins are wins for you as a person, but loss as a whole, it's like, it brings us together in a different type of way. And I know that like, as much as those losses happen as well, the wins are coming. I do feel the wins coming, they're slow, but the wins are coming and I have faith. And I think that's one thing that's given me faith, man. This year that has come has given me faith and I'm just thankful to God for the lives of my friends and my family. Oh, my family, I'm so thankful for my family, the support, the fact that I've stayed in a household with my family and I love them even more, somehow even more than the things that I have, like the years before, I love them so much and I'm thankful, man, I'm thankful. But yeah, I'm done. I've finished talking a lot. Phil, no, what I, about I you? Just, I, just, I just wanted to, I just wanted to spotlight something you spoke about because, mm. you know, any, any like you can, it can, it'll be easy for you to go on Stacey's Instagram and think, rah, she really thinks highly of herself, doesn't she? Just by looking <laughs> at the pictures. But it's like, they don't know how long it took you to get to a point of even <laughs> posting them. Because I remember, I, I can't remember when we met, but I remember um, observing observing the Mandem do do moments, the short film series, and, see, and then going on social media like, oh, rah, Stacey didn't post anything. That's interesting. I was thinking, why? <laughs> then I remember doing MIT. Oh, Stacy didn't post anything. That's interesting. <laughs> why? <laughs> I remember thinking. I remember thinking. Oh man, maybe she just maybe she's not on it like that, or maybe um, maybe. But then I remember having conversations, and it's like, oh no, you do want to act. But then mm-hmm. I'm because but but at the time um I was I was observing. I was already at a point um, of thinking, listen, the game is the game. Like social media is very much a part of casting. It's a very part, very much a part of filmmaking. It's woven into the fabric nowadays. So then when you come across an actor who isn't doing any of those things, my, my, my first question would be like, huh? But then to mm-hmm. see, um, to understand what, um, to understand where your head is at and then see you start to pose recently was just like, yeah, this is, this is fantastic to see because it's, it's evident that there's a level of, growth there in um whatever aspects that you you would want to hone in on but like there's there's evidence as a that there's, that there's a level of growth there that will just make you even stronger when it comes to um i guess like really like really proper going into the world of industry acting because i can just i can only imagine 
for actors, obviously David as well. Like, it's it's a lot. Like you, you you talk about people posting posting themselves and worrying about the comments or the likes or what people think of them. Actors literally be putting themselves out on the line every single time. People who go to drama school have been told to. Uh, like I, I had a thought earlier today, yeah, that being in drama school must be some of the most vulnerable stuff that you'll probably ever go through. Like, it, they really be asking you to expose yourself, bro. So I can, yeah, I can just only imagine. I can only imagine what is take what is taken like for you to get to the point where you're now you're now feeling um, okay enough to post more, right. and then hopefully you get to the point when you're going to start posting a lot more, uh, and people start to see what you're really about. Because yeah, that's uh, the goal. Like, it's just the, it's just the way the world is nowadays. People will know you by your social media pretty much. Yeah, like, that's um, crazy. Yeah, a lot of people Guys, will know like, you by social I, media. Yeah, fam, I legit like. I legit have panic attacks like when I post on Instagram like every time I post I will call a friend and I'll be like I can't do this why am I doing this what what validation do I want from the world like why am I putting myself out there how does this yeah. work what the flip I want to delete it delete it delete it and I'm like okay throw your phone away throw your phone away throw your phone away throw your phone away it's literally an hour process before I'm like flip it I'm like F it <laughs> hate me love me it. like it is what it is it's yeah. who i am but yeah wow. yeah like for me um i guess with my social media it's had like three or three or four like um different makeovers like initially when mm. i first jumped on instagram it was kind of just like everyone else you know posting selfies every now not selfies but like pictures every now and then your birthday picture oh got a post stuff like that or post your friend oh they mm. got a post do you know what i mean um and then it came into then it turned into like a portfolio for my work because i think instagram could be a very great portfolio for your work but then now i've basically archived like pretty much all my pictures and now i've just basically made a um it's basically just a professional page for me now because mm. um i'm literally just going to post literal projects or literal stuff I'm working on, but it's probably not going to be like promotional stuff. It's just probably just going to be to show stuff um, to show that, yeah, I do this basically. Cause I don't, yeah. I don't really want it to be anything more than that. I don't, I really don't want my social medias for me personally to be like a personal outlet uh, for me to express myself and stuff like that. That's, that, that's where I was at, but that's not where I am at now, if that makes sense. Mm. So yeah, that makes yeah. Sense. these, these journeys of social media are very, very, very interesting um mm-hmm. but yeah for me i'd say I, I think i've said it before but i say my lockdown hasn't been like most people's i feel like the last year for me have been has been sorry very very good kind of because outside of film and tv um i saved a lot of money because i wasn't going out much which and then I, then I got married in November, so it's like I can't I can't sit and say the last year has been tough and stuff like that because it hasn't really like yes there have been extremely extremely tough moments like individually tough moments like with like personal like family issues and stuff like that they have been extremely tough moments but if I look back at 2020 I can never and God forbid if I ever do um, I can never look back and just be like oh yeah, that was a thousand mad thing. I wish I could erase that year or something like that because that year is has been very, very, very significant to me. Um, but in terms of like film and TV, quite similar to David, like with David, David and I, obviously David probably more, but like throwing applications left, right and center, um, getting rejected. And I guess one thing it just teaches, taught me anyway, 
especially when I heard David speak earlier, one thing it taught me is that there really are no rules rules. Like there are things that are like preferable, things that are like sick and things that's like, oh yeah, that, yeah, that's good filmmaking. That's good writing. That's good character development. But there really aren't any rules rules, especially when it comes to the game of like applications or getting grants or pitching or pilots. Like there really aren't any rules. It just depends on who's watching, who's listening. And it just so happens that so far, the right people haven't been listening too tough, but that's not, that That can't, yeah, I don't want that to ever like hold me or us back from like applying yeah. or trying because it literally just takes the right person to to look at it and just be like, oh yeah, that's what, that's what I want to mess with. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was thinking about this earlier today. Um, the, the, char- the character of like Michael Scott in the office or Dwight in the office no one can sit there and tell me if they just watched the pilot of that of that of that show that they they would mess with that character like yeah that character's sick or oh, that's good character development oh that's good writing that's good writing it wasn't it wasn't <laughs> like there's so many shows and ideas that's like if they were pitched by themselves as a pilot or just an idea they're not getting picked up I, i'm 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 pretty i'm like pretty much 100 sure when i say this yeah Pick your favorite show, Breaking Bad, Walking Dead, Game of Thrones, whatever. If one of us pitched it, it's highly unlikely to get picked up. It's just, I think, and I think that's just simply because of the position that we're in. We're not in a position mm-hmm. where we have people's ears, where we can give them something mediocre mm-hmm. or something decent and they'll be like, come. Like so many decent things, True. just decent, get picked up. But then we're here scratching our heads trying to come up with a world beater idea. I don't think it's that, I don't think it, it should work like that. I don't think like just because, especially because you think your idea is sick, that suddenly people are going to pick it up. I just, I just don't believe that's possible. I feel like what you should put more value on is yourself because you're the person who's coming up with these ideas, which means you can come up with another one. Like your your idea is like your baby, but you can come up with more ideas. Like that's something that um, has definitely been eye-opening to myself um, in the sense that David and I would be coming up with ideas upon ideas upon ideas. So I'm really not worried if an idea gets used, an idea gets taken, or mm-hmm. um, you get you pitch it, it gets rejected. I'm really not worried because mm-hmm. like I'm not I'm not going to say too much because I, I don't know where this is going yet. Um, in terms of the actual idea itself but there's an idea that i'm talking that we're talking to producers about that same idea i pitched um also i submitted it to bbc comedy writers room in like 2019 or something like that it didn't make it but then suddenly i'm talking to producers and the producers really like it so it's like yo yeah you really like it you see what i'm saying but this writers room didn't like it that doesn't that that has nothing to do with the actual idea it just it's, it's to do with with the people and obviously it's easier said than done because ultimately we're going to take any rejection as personal, but we just have to try our hardest to, I guess, not take it as personal. And it just sounds so simple, but I just believe it is. And it's, I think it's just one of them things where the solution is the problem. The problem is you're, 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 pitching, these, you're pitching these ideas, you're, you're, you're putting yourself out there and you're worried about how it's going to get received. It may get rejected, but the reality is the only way out of this situation is to continue doing it until it gets picked up or until you get like the good reception. The only other solution is to stop completely. And that's not going to give you the result that you were looking for. Like there was a problem in the, um, in the, on your journey to your, to the result or your desired result, but your desired result is not going to get like, met by you actually just quitting or you saying no i'm not gonna do this or or like you don't win the lottery if you don't buy a ticket it's literally as simple as that and some of these things are they do really do feel like you're winning the lottery sometimes like yeah um 
would you guys obviously you, you, we've all kind of said a lot um and i guess i, I kind of know where, where these answers are probably going to go um and obviously i feel feel no like feel no pressure to like go in depth or to like really be hard on yourself or anything but like um would you guys say like you're concerned or proud or like what are your feelings towards the progress you've made over the year because i feel like and obviously correct me if i'm wrong based on what everyone said we've all made an element of progress in some aspects um there's other aspects that have been hard and difficult but we've all made uh, a decent amount of progress would you guys say that you're concerned or proud about your progress or any type of way stacy do you want to go first yeah Oh, okay. Um, with the progress I have made, I would say I'm hopeful. I am at a position where I'm really driven. And I think it's due to the progress I've made. I've learned lessons about getting up and doing shit. God, I don't know why I'm so afraid to swear. I've learned lessons about getting up and doing shit. It's because it's it's Begga's here. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to tell her to let the curses out. Girl, you better cuss. Yeah. PG-13. You got about two, and then the rest cost money. So. <laughs> no, I I hear that. Yeah, I sound very hopeful and the progress I have made has made me appreciate like being able to just take in what's happening around me and be grateful. I've started to like be more intentional about having um, a gratitude journal and like just being more grateful, man. That That's what it is. I'm very grateful for life and I'm very grateful for my friends and family and that's the progress. Yeah, that's what progress has got me right now. Fantastic, fantastic. It's good to hear. Um, yeah, that that gratitude is is so important. Like, um, as we're asking for more blessings, we can't be forgetting the blessings that we are currently already living in and walking um, in. The ones that we already asked for. Like, sometimes um, sometimes we're so concerned with what's coming next that we forget that. Oh snap! Yeah, I'm actually sitting in the blessing I was asking for a year ago or so. So, no, that, that's a, that's a very important point, David. How, how are you feeling about the progress you've made? Not necessarily the mm-hmm. setbacks or disappointments, but the progress specifically. How do you feel about them? Oh, man. Uh, not to get too into it, obviously. You guys know. You guys know your boy. But I, I would say I am, or at least I've, I've definitely been very concerned about the the progress I've made versus the progress I've hoped to make, wanted to make, tried to make, and failed to make in in, in many areas. Um, but it's been it's been something that's been ongoing. Not, it wasn't just 2020 that I felt this way, but obviously 2020 had a lot of external factors that I I wasn't prepared for that played into to worsen how I, how I've been feeling about progress in general but now like I'll, I'll say I'll say that um I've been feeling better than I've felt in a long time and I'm really grateful for that and I think Stacy's not on gratitude is very key it's, it's important to like even for the failures and 
disappointments like to have those and to still believe that God is using them for something that that's just that's where I want to be it's where I struggle to be a lot of the time but the fact that I'm there now I'm very I'm very grateful for it um and also in terms of me being unhappy of the progress I've made I say that but the funny thing about this industry is like I could I could be struggling for three years and something happens tomorrow that changes everything, you know? So I Absolutely. still hold on to that hope. Yeah. And and the God that I have that that allows me to have the goal to even hold such hope as that. Um so so I'm holding on, man. I'm holding on. Yeah, because I mean, you 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 would definitely look like a crazy man to most people <laughs> if you kept failing or you kept getting rejections and you continued to pursue. Like, it, you would look like a crazy man. Like, you know, when people be like, everyone thought Noah was crazy until it started raining, and he's like, yeah, "Nigga, yeah. I told you." Like, it's <laughs> it's just I feel, it's just the reality of the the craft that we've chosen to give so much of our lives to the fact that you're always one project away and you never really know what that project is like i can really imagine yeah and i'm not saying i want this to be the case because i don't have a particular desire for any one project that gets me through the door i don't really care but like i can just imagine us working so hard on other projects and then like two years later or a year later someone goes Oh, we saw MIT. This is amazing. Can you come write, write for us? <laughs> and you're like, and we're like, yo, nigga, what? We left that in the dirt. <laughs> oh, what you talking about? But the thing is, it really be like that. There's so uh, there's so many stories, and I can't I, I can't I can't think of any specific right now. I just know there are. And to be fair, it's like Mo Gilligan's story, Michael Dapper's story. There's so many stories about projects that like people have done and they progressed past it okay we've done that moved on and then it's the project that they did time ago that's the one that gets oh wow this da, 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 da. that's one that opens doors and has opportunities like it's not every project that's like a straight you know kaide with me hood doc it's not every project that's a straight oh you did that boom you're through like mm-hmm. for, i feel like for a lot of people especially people who are putting out their own proof of concepts their own shows they're really trying to do some of this stuff by themselves as much as they can um with the capital that they have for some people it's the project that they left behind a while ago that gets picked up and i feel like that's that's probably just the nature of the internet like as when you're pushing when you're pushing a project that you just released or something like that not everyone's gonna see it but the fact that it's on the internet means anyone can see it and it just takes that one person do you see what i'm saying but no david thank that thank you for for sharing that um i would just say like for myself i'd say i feel i i feel i'm I'm that type of person that i always feel like i can do way way more than i actually do it doesn't matter like it doesn't matter how optimal my day is um I always feel like, yeah, I could, I could have done more there. I definitely could have done more there. Um, mm-hmm. And I've, I've also, I've tried to start, start practicing. Yeah. Wait, Stacey, what was that? <laughs> no, I said no. It sounds very 
Uh, yeah, your, connect, yeah, your connection is moving a bit mad. Um, so I would just ask you to mute your mic when you're not speaking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. But if you ever heard what we heard, yeah. <laughs> scary, that was scary. Oh, my days. Right, right. Okay, I'm muting. I'm okay. muting. Sorry, sorry. Um, but yeah, I've been trying to practice, like, um, look, I've been trying to practice being openly and. And, and openly specifically because yeah cool i do a lot of things in my head like i think about a lot in my head but there's a there's a different source when you do it openly so i've been trying to practice being openly proud of myself and proud of the amount of work i've put in because i feel like that's going to be very necessary i feel like if i'm always hard on myself it's going to be kind of hard to be like proud or happy or thankful in any specific moment. Like I can win a BAFTA and be like, yeah, it was sick. But you see the second episode, we should have made the character do this because that's not, do you know what I mean? Like I could be doing a madness like that in it, which I shouldn't, I shouldn't be doing. Um, so yeah, I'd say in terms of the progress I've made over the last year, um, like I said, I, I definitely think I could do more, but I feel like we, I'm, we've made like significant progress. like this time last year i couldn't say that i've written an audio sitcom i couldn't say that i've written a literal like two minute comedy sketch um i couldn't say that i've written a feature film cover to cover um i couldn't say i mean the amount of pilots and stuff that we've that we've created like i'd say just over the last year i'm more i'm, I'm less proud of like the skills i've developed but i'm more proud of the realization that Oh no, this is a factory that we're building. We're not building products, we're building factories right now. Like our factories be producing content. And like <laughs> it doesn't matter which products doesn't get picked up or commissioned. Like we be producing, like we got this. And I'm just so confident to step into any room and just be like, oh, you didn't like that idea. Well, basically, we have <laughs> this idea and that idea and this idea. And, do you know what I mean? So I, I I just see it like, yeah, I'm just I'm 100 percent grateful for all of that. Like one one word that my um my pastor said to me. Uh, I think January last year is that I would be propelled into situations that I may appear to be unqualified for. And that, that kind of, um, I guess it kind of, it felt a bit weird at first because I've been put in situations where I felt, I definitely felt imposter syndrome before um, and continually sometimes, but um, that word has kind of come to pass in, in some areas because I've, I've like, I'm having talks with producers that I didn't necessarily work for myself i didn't make that connection myself that connection was blessed um onto onto us so now we're able to have those conversations um which is fantastic and obviously as i have those conversations um it's like yeah i'm able to you know like bring um david through and we're able to like talk to these to these producers and um we're like i feel like you just show that yeah your network it's so, it's so important, especially networking sideways. It's so important, but yeah, let's just let's just move the needle a little bit in terms of this conversation. And I'd say, is there any like? And then David, I guess you'll go first here. But is there anything we can do or you can do that you think that could stop this year resembling last year? Do you think that there's like anything differently that you could do? 
because you're, you're, I'm assuming you're going to be doing very similar things because you kind of have to, right? You kind of have to keep applying. You kind of have to keep networking. You kind of have to keep um, seeking mentorship. But do you think there's anything differently that you could do, whether it's an approach to something, whether it's something literal? Do you, what do you, what do you think? Yeah, uh, thank you. Good question. Uh, I think on the first thing I say is that it's very much like what you were talking about in terms of being hard on yourself and saying, I could always just do more. You know, like, yeah, I've received all these rejections, but not everyone that could reject me in this world has rejected me yet. So I could keep going until that happens and then we'll have some conversations. Obviously, mm-hmm. that's a very idealistic thought because each and every rejection breaks you down and wears you down somewhat, somewhat. And so you got to be careful in that regard. But, you know, there's... There's things I've learned about who to email or who to get in contact with and what to say to them and that kind of stuff I could be applying. But I think beyond that, a lot of what I've allowed, I mean, I say I've allowed, but like you guys, man, I can speak openly about this stuff because, you know, you know, we speak openly about these things. Like I, I have struggled mentally a lot the past couple and, um, I felt that has, or I've, I've, I felt I've really allowed that to stop me from doing what I can do. You know, my brother always tells me or encourages me that, listen, when the ball's in your court, just know that you're throwing that back because you waited for this ball to come. So as soon as it comes, you're ready to throw that back, you know? And I don't know if that's accurate to basketball. I think you want to shoot. I don't, I don't know if it is, but I you think I get what? the energy here. But I don't think it's accurate. But... I probably got my brother's <laughs> analogy wrong. Okay, <laughs> wait for the ball as soon as it comes and shoot the shot. That makes Okay, more... okay, all right. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, yeah. football tries touchdown, basketball and everything. Hockey and Yeah, everything. yeah. But yeah, yeah. yeah. So basically what I'm saying is the idea of keeping yourself sharp, keeping yourself prepared, something I had... I haven't been consistent with again a lot of it has been because just the mental exhaustion to like get up and turn my phone camera on and start acting in front of it like that just feels like the worst thing ever in the world to me and I'm supposed to love this acting thing you know but I'd really been struggling with it but now I'm in a place where I'm like okay I'm gonna do what I can do and not just acting wise but physically and spiritually as well you know, keeping myself grounded by reading my word regularly and exercising my body regularly, doing those things at least keeps my mental in a place where when that audition finally comes through, I'm not lying in bed looking at the email with crust in my eyes, you know. I'm actually active and I'm feeling fresh and I'm like, yo, got the audition, boom, let's go do it, you know. So that kind of thing. And something that's really helped me with that is uh, taking an interest in boxing, you know, taking that a bit more seriously and just... David, boxing is toxic and aggressive and promotes <laughs> toxic masculinity. Violent. It's violent. <laughs> nah, man, I, I, ne- I never actually boxed. Come on, I'm too pretty for that. But, but just the idea of training as a boxer and the discipline that gives me and and like the, the motivation I feel after completing a workout and also just hitting something sometimes the frustration in life just makes you want to hit something hitting a bag not a face um so yeah that, that that's really been helping me in terms of staying grounded staying physical and 
keeping my spiritual and mental in a place that I'm prepared so that when the things start happening, yeah, we're ready to go. So would you say that what you would do differently this year would be, it's not necessarily different, but it's to continue or mm-hmm. to make sure you're, yeah, you're, you're still on that track of um, keeping your, I guess, temple in the right place like your mind and your body in the right place you want to continue doing that as a practice of doing that something that you may you maybe you didn't do as much last year but you should do more this year yeah 100% that makes that makes sense that's that's so important um i know that like maybe some of my most productive days has started out with a workout and um like the gym i i, I sign up, up for gym um cuz i knew i was i was, was always going to do it around this time of year whether i got married or not um, I, was, I was always going to do it um, late 2020. Then gyms closed after my first session. I was like, yeah, you lot are killing me. <laughs> but then it's like, yeah, I could still work out. So, I mean, I got Nintendo Switch. So I bought Ring, Ring Fit Adventure. So I've been doing that. So I know I know for sure, just to piggyback on what you're saying, David, some of my most productive days, some of the days I feel good, even about rejection, even about whatever comes my way. Like any stress that comes my way has started out with some level of workout or some level of meditation or some level of like... Um, um, just feed, uh, feeding yourself, feeding your soul, feeding your spirit, feeding your body, type thing. Um, but yeah, no, that that's fantastic. Stacy, would you say there's anything that you would do that, or you are going to do differently this year to stop this, um, stop this year from being the same as last? Um, I think I'm always going to try, and I'm always going to openly try as well, and like have excitement and hope and faith and joy in all of my endeavors whatever I decide to do I'm going to give it my all because I only get out what I put in so yeah that's my mentality now it's like if I decide to do it I'm gonna give it my all see what happens if it works out it works out if it doesn't it still works out because if that's the way I decide to see it, that's the way I decide to see it. Hundred percent, hundred percent. I love that. Um, so yeah, let, let's let's just quickly shed a light on two on two things. I'd say last year we we hit a failure, um, and I think I'm okay with calling it a failure. Um, I don't know if you guys are okay with calling it a failure or whatever, but we we hit a failure when it came to we tr- we tried to do a project. We tried to create a pilot the money was there um we did a bill casting we tried to create a pilot for a show that um david and i created some time ago um and we really like it's called um safari zone we tried to do we tried to do that project so we're in the progress of casting we did a lot of location recce's and everything now there was the one location the main location because the, the main location for the series is a restaurant um the main location david and i found some time ago and I remember when we did the, um, we, David and I did a location recce with some other people that were on a project at the time. Um, so we already knew for sure that, yeah, this is the one place we wanted to use. So months later, we were like, all right, cool. Projects, um, people are started doing production now um, that the government has given the green light. So we, we wanted to, we wanted to um, get, um, get the ball rolling on that again. So we, we asked Stacey to be involved. Stacey was gracious enough to say yes. Um, and we started working on it, but then, yeah, the one location that's the most important location kind of fell through for us. And this location was so perfect because 
I mean, it's not perfect, but it was, it was, we, we had to use this one because the nature of the location meant if we're using something that's actually a, some, someone that's actually a restaurant, they would be shutting down their business to help for us to film. We don't have the budget to, to ask them to do so. If we're using somewhere that's not a restaurant, like that just doesn't look like a restaurant at all, we would have to spend so much money on creating somewhere that looks like a restaurant in that space. Now this place kind of fell in between both of those points. So it was kind of perfect, but yeah, the owner of the place went missing. Like no one has been able to contact her. Even the neighbors of the restaurant said they haven't seen her. So yeah, it was, it was extremely upsetting, but it was also, a, a I don't know about you guys, but it was also a time where I'm just like, I want, I want to give her the benefit of the doubt and just assume that something terrible has happened. Otherwise, why would she go missing like this type thing? And obviously COVID being rampant at the time as well, I just figured maybe something bad has happened. And that, that allowed me to feel a little bit better about this quote unquote failure. But yeah, guys, a couple months on, I can't remember what month this was. Uh, might have been like October or something like that. Um, a couple months on, how do you guys feel about that failure um, that we, I guess, suffered uh, that was Safari Zone? Uh, Stacey, do you want to start? I think, yeah. Hmm. Do you know what? I didn't even think you were going to say that as a failure because I genuinely, in my heart, still feel like that's going to happen. I feel like the project makes so much sense that it needs to come to fruition. Um, but how do I feel about it? I was very much like, I was very disappointed at the time and I was very sad because I was excited to get the ball rolling on it because the idea was brilliant. We did the casting, which was so fun, also, but so daunting because saying no to people, I was like, oh, I'm sorry. But like, it was all such an experience. And then, yeah, we, we weren't able to follow through of everything due to COVID and what 2020 brought to the table. But I think I'm still hopeful. Um, I was like, okay, I'm disappointed, but this doesn't feel like the end of this. Or yeah, it just doesn't feel like the end of that for me. I don't know about you guys. I don't, I don't know, cause you know, you guys been working on it. I've been feeling it way longer than I have, but yeah, that was my take on it. What about you guys? David? Yeah, man. Um, it was, yeah, I was mad disappointed. Um, and it's funny that you mentioned failure because I don't know if you guys remember, we had a whole episode of this podcast on failure. That failure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I really love it. I think we kind of touched on Spyzone a bit, but more so just like I, I especially was reflecting on feeling like 2020 most of it was just a failure in general and yeah as I said that episode felt so it was like an icing on the cake and I just like I think for me I felt like I was letting you down in particular Phil because I know that like I know what this project means to you and I know how much you you know how much you devoted yourself to MIT and like coming on board with that and helping bring that to life. I was like, okay, now it's my turn to, to help bring your vision and 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 like for it to just fail like that. I, I couldn't even I couldn't even 
like properly speak to you about it. Do you know mm. what I mean? Because I was just so ashamed of myself because I, I, I was scrambling every day trying to get things together, messaging actors, messaging locations, just trying everything. And like things just kept not working out, not working out. And the day you said, listen, let's just call it. I just put my phone down, like jumped in bed. I was like, okay, all right. This is this is what 2020 is doing, yeah. But um, looking back on it now, man, uh, all, all I can really say is um, I, I hold Stacey's optimism that we'll be able to do like that, that Survivor Zone's not dead. Um, but also, I'm I'm in a place where, as I said, I'm I'm really I'm really trying to trust that God is doing things at a specific time. So if Safari Zone failed when it did the way it did, maybe it wasn't even supposed to fail, but because it failed, God can still use that for something. God can still use our experience there. God can, God can just answer the question of why did this fail in a way that will allow us to be like, oh, okay, all right then. And I think contentment starts there. It starts with like, okay, it's not the answer to my prayer exactly, but I know the person who can answer the prayer and I have enough faith in that. Mm. And, and I think that's the space I'm in now, just in general, but particularly about Safari Zone and all the other failures, many failures I can count from 2020. And I'm just, I'm just trying to hold on to that, really. Damn. No, y'all gonna make me cry. Yo. Oh my gosh. Yo. I didn't know it was that. I didn't, I, I didn't know it was, it was that, that level. If I knew it was this level here, yeah. I would have asked you guys off air. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Brother? But I, I actually, no, real talk. I really do appreciate what you guys have said. Like, I actually didn't know it was it was that for you guys. Um, but yeah, no, guys, really, thank you for everything you just shared. Like, it's, I feel like it's really important for me to know as well because um, it's, I think, I feel like it's, it's very good to know that you're working with people who care about the stuff that you're doing. Like, I know, like, don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to say that it's, um, I'm not trying to knock people who just help their friends for helping sake, but I feel like it's a different level when they really actually care. And it's like, yeah, this is, this is sick because it, it just, yeah, it just gives me a lot of faith and confidence going forward. Like I'd say where, where I'm at with Safari Zone, I still love, I, I love all my ideas. Um, I love all the ideas that come up in my head. I love all the ideas that we develop and create together. Um, I love all the ideas that we attempt and fail. Like, I love all of them. It's just with Safari Zone right now, it, it, it really feels like if I had the money to do a project, it wouldn't be Safari Zone right now, but I would still love to do Safari Zone, if that makes sense. So, yeah, um, yeah like if I had a project, sorry, if I had, if I had like finances to do a project right now, it would be something different and that's just i guess that's just the way um i guess that's just the way that my my specific creative wheels turn like th there was a season for that project it's not to say it's over 
but I'm moving on to the next one just because like I, like I said it's kind of the factory thing like yeah working on a new thing but I would no I, I would definitely I'll definitely come especially if you see a space if we see a space for it like if we if we um if we're somehow just on the internet or, or whatever and we're seeing that oh this show is looking for this type of this I'm sorry this this station is looking for this type of show or these commissioners are trying to get this thing and there's like yeah of course we'll go and revisit that so I feel that's that's almost the beauty of having this factory of ideas that we just we just move through but um yeah I guess the failure of the failure of um of Safari Zone I think I want to call it a failure because literally we did try something and we literally did fail but mm-hmm. um I'm it's not a failure that I'm, I'm looking at as um as oh yeah this is this is the end type thing is it's just one of the ones where yeah we, you tried that you you tried you actually gave it all i'm sure i hope you learned something from it but yeah let's let's we move we move and that just takes me on to a success of ours that has come recently which is fantastic um easier project to do but it's it's, it's still hard to get to do projects period do you see what i'm saying so mm-hmm. um this kind of this kind of started when um last year i took a course um a, a comedy a sketch comedy crash course um with uh with a industry writer called Gemma Gemma arrowsmith um it was like one of the ones where you just you submit um ideas or you do i forgot, I forgot what the application process was but people applied i think like something like 300 or something like people and it was only like eight of us or nine of us that got through so i was grateful for that so i guess that was my one success out in terms of applications last year um and on one of the days of the course they taught us how to write audio dramas and audio comedies and stuff like that and that's actually something that i had learned in uni as well so it kind of all came together um in one place for us to be able to do something called Stuck With You. Now, Stuck With You is an audio sitcom that's created by David and I, written by David and I, starring David and Stacey, which is actually out right now. It's a, we've released a pilot of it. So definitely check that out, um, Stuck With You. Um, I'm, I'm sure we'll have the links out somewhere. <laughs> somewhere. Yeah, yeah you'll, you'll find it basically. But yeah, guys, how, how did you feel about Stuck With You? Just in closing, how did you feel about it? Uh, Stacey, do you want to go first? Fam, fam. Firstly, yeah. Like when you guys brought the idea to me, I was like, this is so different. And straight away, I was here for it because I've been in this very big phase of like listening to podcasts and just enjoying the interaction between people on podcasts and getting excited from hearing people's like natural organic reactions to conversations with each other like it was just so it was so insightful to me um and then you guys brought this idea and i was like these niggas ain't never sleeping are they they never sleep like (laughs) yeah we tried we tried Dumb. like I think I'm like on track with the way you guys think and then suddenly there's a curveball and I'm like I'm down there's nothing literally I can't I can't speak for the future but right now there's literally nothing that I would not just be like excited to do with you guys just because you're always organic and unique and always want to be true to yourselves and that's like through your creative process your creative process is so oh I love it and you're true to the stories that you write the stories you write are very true to the way you think as well and I just love that I feel like the Stuck With You um, pilot was was a lovely read and the script was really well written 
absolutely enjoyed it. I enjoyed the characters that were put on the paper as well. Um, I enjoyed playing with different things, especially when it's audio. There's so much you can play with. As people can't see you, it's like, so how can we get an audience to engage in this content? And I enjoyed playing with that. The rehearsal was fun. It was just, it was, it was a vibe, and it was such a vibe, and I enjoyed every single aspect of it. And I'd love to say thank you to you guys for just everything you bring me in on. I never Enjoy. expect it. I never. I'm just. I'm lit. And then you guys were like, "Stays, are you free?" I'm like, "Um, yeah. <laughs> like, are you dumb? Are you dumb?" But no, thank you guys. It was such a big vibe. I really enjoyed it. Hey, th- thank you for being um, being a part of it, man. It was it was great to have you have you on. Um, hopefully we'll do more episodes but yeah we just got a pilot out now David just like as we're, as we're wrapping up um, this was your first audio drama or audio narrative experience right so how was that for you yeah um, yeah it was cool it was cool man um, it, do you know what it was the limited. scripts are different so yeah yeah yeah, yeah. no it was a lot I, I think it was it was different first of all i had an amazing director who really used me into the process so thank you for that director phil um but, <laughs> but honestly it, it, i think we still have some room to go of it because obviously because of lockdown and everything i couldn't be in the room with my co-star or really the star of the show the damn show miss stacy ampy roberts lol um lol you killed it all right all right we could talk about that but you know you killed it but you know the dynamic of me being in the room with her is definitely going to improve the sitcom i believe as as great as it was um or as great as it is now i think we've we've just got so much more room to go with it so i'm really excited for it and yeah in terms of just like it's it's funny because like obviously as an actor i always research actors and everything and like the way that you you're doing audio like you're speaking into a microphone but like i'm visualizing the scene like i'm on a set and i'm like visualizing the person in front of me and i'm visualizing what i will look like on cameras i'm saying these lines and so it's, it's very i'm I'm always very film-minded whatever i'm doing so yeah it was, it was a fun experience and uh on to the future 100% because if it ain't real to you it's not going to be real to us so it has to be real to you in your head I feel like for me directing uh, literally just voices yeah um, is is an interesting one because you defo get to you get to see how the voice how far the voice can go not the dialogue the voice the tone the cadence all of that how far it can actually go um like there was a point where stacy did like two takes of one part of the script where she said it more annoyed and then but there was one where she said it more relaxed and it's like that just definitely changes the, the dynamic of the scene no matter yeah. what the dialogue yeah. says the scene dynamic completely changes um mm. but it was it was definitely fun to get into it was fantastic um yeah, we'll hopefully we'll do more episodes. Um, yeah, we're, we're going to send a pilot out around. Um, so if you're if you're following us on social media, it'll be great for you guys to to hear everyone's responses on the pilot because we're treating it like a pilot. So yeah, if it doesn't bang, doesn't slap, then we're probably not going to do it. We'll just do it for ourselves and enjoy it. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, guys, um, thank you for listening to this episode of Make It Make Sense. Um, we, it was it was a lot. It was loaded. It was like a therapy session. <laughs> so, it was fantastic. Um, I just want to quickly say um, a word on everyone's uh, everyone's lives. 
I just I just pray that this 2021 um, will see you in positions that were previously alien to you it will see you doing things that you may felt daunting before but hopefully we're all doing things that it will see us doing things that will progress us and keep us in positions where grace will find us especially where we're at and yeah um guys thank you so much for for recording this uh y'all look great and i'm gonna shut up now so you guys can sign off all right okay bye (laughs) Bye. uh no honestly such a such a vibe i'm so thankful for you guys i'm thankful for this podcast i'm thankful for you guys listening as well we actually really appreciate it and value you guys so much and yeah that's me signing out baby David. Out. <laughs> no, David, you gotta do the voice, man. Come on, we, we pay for this. Like guys, <laughs> I appreciate you and I thank you for coming through and uh, I'll see you again. We're telling a monkey to dance, bro. <laughs> do the voice. Do the voice. Do it. Do it. <laughs> but yeah, uh thank you guys. Okay, bye.